thinking about family. And um, so that's what I'm going to do. Um, the reality is, I guess we have this sort of mixed feelings and mixed thoughts uh, about family. Uh, I, I spent some time looking for some contemporary quotes uh, that would uh, just help. And it turns out I'm just old. So um, the quotes that I can find, um, some of you won't know. But, but I've got one from Michael J. Fox. He is old, isn't he now? But he's still the, he's the Back to the Future guy. Do you know what I mean? So if you don't know, Back to the Future. Okay, have you seen Back to the Future? Students, help me out here. Have you seen Back to the Future? Classic. Okay, contemporary, down with it quote. Um, so um, he said this, family is not an important thing. It is everything. Important comment, good quote. Um, now I know that if we were to go around the room and we were to talk about uh, family, some people would say, yes, I agree, and that's my experience, and I love it, and I love family, I love being with my family, I enjoy that. Others of us in the room might say, well, I get what you're saying, but it hasn't been my experience. So I thought I'd give you another quote, and it's a bit risky, because it's not a really very positive quote, but it made me laugh. Um, Homer Simpson, uh, not a contemporary uh, quote, Homer Simpson said this, marriage is a coffin and each kid is another nail. Anyway, so, so, um, so there are different feelings and different uh, approaches and uh, looks at, 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 at family life. And uh, so I'm not really going to now spend the next 10 minutes telling you how you should or shouldn't conduct family life, Okay. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not brave enough to do that. I've got a family. You'll be looking at my family and saying, hang on a minute, he doesn't do that. Uh, and uh, so what I want to talk about is I want to talk about God's family and, uh, and spend a few minutes talking about that. And, and I think there's some things we can learn in that that will help us in our families. Uh, the reality is that I, I, I think um, family is a God-given thing. And I think that family is probably... I would say globally, family is the, the most powerful and important institution that there is on the planet, I think, across cultures. Um, it, has, it has the power to uh, provide security and blessing and goodness. It also has the power to provide pain and grief, doesn't it? It's, it's a big institution. So we need to spend a bit of time thinking about it. And the way that I think we can learn about it and the way we can consider it this morning is to think generally about God's family. Okay? So I've got three things to say. For those of you that are thinking, he's already rattled on too long, well, I've got three things to say so you can follow it. All right? Uh, and the first one is, um, in uh, the family of God, we relate to God uh, and he's encouraged us to. You remember when Jesus uh, was with his disciples, he's with his friends, uh, he had these followers, and they said, Jesus, you pray a lot. Can you teach us how to pray? And he said, sure. He says, you pray like this. And this is how he started it, our Father. And uh, so right from the get-go, he wanted us to relate to him as a dad, as a father. And so the, the people of God get to um, not just access 
the God of the universe, the creator of everything, the master and commander of all of life, um, we get to call him dad. We get to relate to him as a dad. And I find that staggering. And probably one of the most read and talked about stories of the Bible, I, I even wonder if it's one of the most uh, talked about stories in the world, but it might not be. I have no scientific evidence for this is a story that Jesus told about two kids and a dad. And uh, we know it as the prodigal son. And uh, there they were the two kids. One was a good boy, and uh, he um, uh, looked after things. He worked hard. He was a little bit of a slave, though. He sort of thought, you know, he didn't really have the relationship with his dad that he, that he could have had. And the other one was, Dad, I'm fed up with this. I'm, I'm out. I'm off. Can you give me... Can you give me the money now and I'm, I'm going to get out of here. I want to go. I want to flee. And, uh, and he did. And he went and he partied hard. And we know, most of us, I guess, know this story. Uh, we, don't, don't worry if you don't because I'm telling it anyway. Um, but he partied hard uh, and he had lots of friends until money ran out. And, um, and, he, and he, had no, he had no friends anymore. He had no money. He was struggling to find food. Uh, he got himself a job feeding pigs, uh, which for a good Jewish boy, that was not a fun job. Um, and uh, he was feeding pigs, and he was sat, and he was looking at the pig food thinking, well, that looks tasty. So he, what, what we call that now is he hit rock bottom, okay? And he decided, do you know what? My dad's servants do better than this. I wonder if he'll have me back. So he got on his feet, and he walked back to, his, to where his dad lives, and he, and he was kind of practicing the, the speech. He was like, you know how you do that? You sort of, you, you sort of well, I've got to say this, really important. So he's, he's rehearsing the speech. Dad, I'm no longer worthy to be called your, your child, but if you would just let me back in and be your servant. Yeah, no, servant, yeah, slave, servant, yeah, we'll go with servant. If you would just let me back and I could be one of your servants uh, and, and it would be okay. Um, so he's rehearsing the speech and he gets near the house. I, I, I don't know, I don't know why I picture this because there's no reason for me to picture it, but I picture an Italian vineyard. I don't know why. Um, so anyway, so his dad is looking f over the valley uh, and he sees someone in the distance and, uh, and, and his heart begins. I don't know if you feel this. I, I'm, I've become a bit of an emotional wreck these days. And so, so I feel things a lot these days. And, and, and he's, this, this guy is seeing this figure from a distance. And you think, is it? That my boy? Could it, could it be? And you suddenly, you, you get, when you read the story and you, and you color it in a little bit, you start to think, man, this dad who suddenly starts, I wonder if he starts trembling. I wonder if he starts f f welling up. You think, that's my boy coming home. And, and then he welcomes him back. He runs and greets him and says, he, he, he wants nothing to do with the nonsense of slave and servant. He says, no, you're my boy. And, and in the culture at that time, they had, there was a ring of sonship. And they would, they, he put the ring on him and said, this is my boy. He was dead and now he's alive. And uh, Jesus told that story. Actually, it's a, do you know what? It's a made-up story. It's a parable. He told that story to make a point. And the point is that that's how he wants to relate to you and me. That's, you know, and we, and we, I mean, come on, we're in church, you've got to be honest, can't lie. Uh, we, we have all had our moments of wandering away. We've all had our moments where we haven't quite been what we'd like to be before God. But he, does, he, he when he sees us turning towards him, he's a dad. He's a dad that fills up and thinks, that is my boy, that is my girl, who's coming back to me.
And, uh, and he wants to embrace you and love you. And he wants to show you that he's your dad and he's for you. And I, I can tell you, in terms of family life, in terms of all life, in terms of your job, in terms of your parenting, in terms of everything that you are, when you get that, it changes everything. When you really get that he's your dad and he loves you, it changes everything. Uh, because suddenly there is someone that is all-powerful, that is your dad. So, family, God's family, he, has, he wants nothing, he doesn't want us to relate to him as a servant or a slave or as a, I've got to do right, I've got to, I've got to mind my P's and Q's, I've got to do right. He wants to relate to you as a kid. And that's nice, right? Three people are really pleased about it. Um, so, uh, let me come to the next one. And um, my family life wasn't easy growing up. Uh, I was the last born of five. And um, that just in itself wasn't easy. Hands up the younger, the, the, uh, the youngest of the family. My goodness, there's quite a few. Um, not easy, right? It's not easy. Now, the reality is the older ones, what they will be saying, they will be saying, but he gets away with murder, won't they? That's what they'll be saying, right? Uh, but, and, and, it, and to be fair, it's sort of true, isn't it? Okay, we've got, we've got, to, we've got to own that one, younger, younger brothers and sisters. We've got to own that. Yeah, we probably did get away with a little bit more than the older ones got. Uh, but we had the older ones bullying us, picking on us all the time, did we not? Anyway, so that's, that's the backdrop of my life. Uh, family life was a bit chaotic and it wasn't always easy. Um, didn't really know my dad. Um, and all, all of that went on. And uh, Josephine and I were watching a TV program. Who's ever watched Long Lost Family on the television? There's another contemporary quote. Long, come, give me a wave. Who's watched it? Okay, you watched it, yeah. Um, and I don't know why we do this to ourselves because we watch that program and we sit there and we literally blubber. <laughs> we just, it's not, you know, sometimes when you watch a film, you leak a little bit, okay? This isn't leaking a bit. This is like shoulders going up and down. This is proper sobbing. So we were, we were watching this one day, we were sobbing, and I, I remembered that I'd, um, uh, I'd heard about that I had a, possibly a half-sister that I'd never met. And um, so I did a bit of work, and I, good old Facebook, and I found someone that might be the half-sister that I'd never met. Uh, it turns out we were talking yesterday, actually, um, and, and we had met. Anyway, so, so we made contact. Two years passed, nothing. And I, if, I'm, if I'm honest, what I thought was her life probably hasn't been easy. She probably needs me. That's what I thought. So I watched the program, and it made me cry, and I'm a bit of an emotional wreck. Um, and so I made contact. Two years passed, nothing. And then two years in, I got frantic messages from this person saying, yes. I am. This is my dad. Here's a photo. He's your dad. Um, and and uh, it turns out it was an old Facebook account that she no longer used. And, and we've made contact. And some of you have met Nikki, uh, my half-sister. She's up for the weekend at the moment. Uh, not here today because you lot are too scary. Um, but but um, suddenly, this is what I want to tell you, suddenly I'm a big brother. Okay? And... Uh, and what I want to say is that, that 
that my intention was that that was going to, I was, I was going to help her because her life hadn't been easy. What, and that, and that is sort of happening. But actually also something happened in me. There's some emotion that got unlocked. Um, and, uh, and suddenly I'm this, I'm, I'm now a big brother and I, I've got someone to look after. Here's my point. Okay. It's a long way of telling it. We have a big brother too. Um, and the uh, Bible talks about uh, that those who are in Christ, those who are followers of him, those who, who have said yes to him and said, I want, I want, I want in on this Christian deal. Those, those that have done that. Um, it, says that it says in the Bible that we're heirs of God, co-heirs with Christ. Well, what does that mean? It means he's our brother, doesn't it? An heir is someone that inherits stuff. Yes? Um, so guess what? You've got a father in heaven that absolutely loves you. And you've got a big brother that didn't go on Facebook to find you. He came. He came to earth. That's a bit cheesy, isn't it? Um, he, came, he came to earth. He, he abandoned all of the godliness. Because he, he didn't, he wasn't, he was born as Jesus, but he was, he was before then. It's a bit weird, right? Uh, but he came, uh, abandoned his godliness. He lived amongst us, and he was like an example. He showed us how to live. And, um, and ultimately, uh, he dealt with some of the stuff that separated us from God. And uh, when he died on the cross, it's a long story. You probably don't want me to go into it because of time. Um, but amazing story that he died for you. And he's your big brother. And um, that's my next point, really. Uh, my, third, my third and final point is the table. In the house of God, in any good family, there's a table, right? There's a dining room table. And, and I, I, uh, I grew up... Um, oh, I, as a Christian, I grew up coming to this church. It was quite different back then. Um, but I remember when I first became a Christian, I was 17, and I didn't really know anything about Christianity, didn't own a Bible, um, didn't, know how to, didn't know how to talk Christian. Um, and, and, uh, and it was all a bit new to me. Uh, but, but what I really, it sort of freaked me out, and I sort of liked it as well. The, the one thing that did freak me out is everyone hug, wanted to hug me, and that was weird. Um, but... but um, People would tend to cook enough on Sunday for a few extras and see what happens. So, so people had these, these like extendable tables uh, where, well, we've got a few extras. Um, I think, are Ken and Heather in the room? They're in Shining Stars. Uh, Alex is in the room. Is their, their boy? He's at the back. Give us a wave, Alex. Stand up, Alex. Oh, you are. Uh, so, um, sorry, we do it every time. Um, we're the same height. Okay, so I just want to say that so he could say it back to me. Anyway, um, but Ken and Heather always, always cooked enough for a few extras. And, uh, and I think Alex would get a little bit annoyed because often extras would come and, uh, and Alex would be thinking, there's not enough to go round now. Um, so they would have to cut the potatoes and what have you. But the family of God is big enough to embrace others. That's what I'm trying to tell you. The family of God has, ex has an extendable table that can go, this, go out a bit more and just gather a few more people in. And uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a bit of Bible that sort of, um, sort of sums up some of what I'm trying to tell you. 
uh, and it's David. You know King David? He, he was the one that, that killed Goliath. Great story. Another, I won't go into it, but it's a good, great story. Uh, he said this, sing to God, sing in praise of his name. Extol him who rides on the clouds. It's just setting the scene, all right? He's, let's just praise him. He's, a, he's magnificent. He's amazing. Rejoice before him. His name is the Lord. And then he says this, a father to the fatherless, a defender of widows is God in his holy dwelling. God sets the lonely in families. He leads out the prisoners with singing. And uh, I want to be part of a family that's like that, right? Do what I mean? So I want my family to be like that. And we, we've, we're welcoming people into our family. You know, I'm going to introduce Leanne and the kids to you in a bit, who's sort of becoming part of my family. And, and uh, there's others. And I, I, I want us, as the people of God, to have an extendable table, to welcome the lonely, welcome the stranger, uh, bring people in. And I, you know, just a quick, quick comment to the students, high students, where are the, where are the lads? Anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, I, I want, oh yeah, CeeLo, CeeLo, you're in. Um, I want to encourage you, you guys, uh, you know, do the student life and do it, you know, I mean, not the bad stuff. Do, do it as, as well as you can and enjoy student life, okay? But find a home with, some, with an extendable table too. That'd be my advice. You've got three years. Find some families that don't mind you just rocking up and looking hungry, okay? Because uh, you get a lot more than food in that situation. You get, you get a bit of love. You get a bit of family. You get a bit of support. Now, you've got family at home. And go home, visit your family. If you haven't rung them yet, ring them. Come on. Um, you know, but, but find, find a home while you're here with an extendable family. You, you're doing right now a, a, a tour around the, around the churches. Uh, find a church that's, that's a family to you. Okay? And uh, we'd love to be that, but, but I think we'd love more that you find the right one for you. Okay? So you do that, and, uh, and I'll be a happy chap. Um, so let me pray, and then I'm going to hand over to Dima for the next bit. Is that right? Yeah, Lord Jesus, um, we want to thank you that you're our big brother. Uh, thank you that, that we together can be a family. I thank you that we together, as we learn of what it is to be the family of God, also can learn how to be our own families in our own lives. Thank you that, God, you call us to welcome those that are lonely the stranger, the fatherless, the widow, into our families. Help us to do that, God. Help us to not just shut our doors and be okay, knowing that others are broken and lost. So I just pray for the rest of this morning, God, that we would feel the good of you being a father, you being our big brother, and us together being a family and loving each other. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Jim. That was great, wasn't it? Give Jim a round of applause. That was so good. Thank you. Just amazing just to speak about um, God's heart as a father and he loves us so much. So it's my job. I'm Dima, by the way. Hi. Welcome. Um, lovely to see you. But it's my job today to um, introduce all the families, which is really exciting. Um, so would the families like to come and join me at the front, please? And I've also asked Jonathan to come and help me because we're going to interview in a minute, um, and I needed help. So, can everyone give everyone a big round of applause? Come on. Welcome up, families. 
Okay, so while everyone's getting themselves sorted, I'm just going to explain a little bit about what we're doing today. So this, we are calling it a dedication. So we're not necessarily making these babies Christians. We're not doing anything that um, spiritual as such. But we are offering our children to God because we want him to help us to raise them. He is the good, good father, as we've been singing. He knows the best ways to raise them. He made them, and he'll help us know the best way to draw out those beautiful things that he's put inside each one. So he's going to help us parent, but also at some point, um, he is going to be a good father to these children himself. Jesus, when um, he had lots of children around him, he said, let the little children come to me and don't hinder them. Don't get in the way of those children coming to me. So part of what these parents want to do here is say, I'm not going to get in the way of, of our children coming to know their Heavenly Father. So that's part of what we're doing today. That's why we're all standing here um, wanting to share some of our story about where we are at the moment and what we hope for for our children. So Jonathan's going to help me introduce the families. Would you like to introduce your first family, Jonathan? And it's on. There we go. <laughs> right, the first family then are Tom and Meg Blow, along with Joshua. You want to say hello? Hello. Hello. Hi. Uh, Tom is a big help to us here at Hope Church. As some of you, well, many of you here who attend know, he is on the worship team and does a brilliant job. And we're very grateful for both of them, Meg, as well. One of the highlights of my year is their... Um, Christmas open house, which is amazing. I'm sure those of you who attend can vouch for that. It is brilliant and always in my calendar. So, Josh, first question for you guys. What are you thankful for since Josh has come into the world? Um, we are, oh, hello. Um, we're thankful for quite a lot of things. Obviously, very thankful for Josh and I think also for each other. Um, a big lifeline. Um, but we're really thankful for the obvious one, which is friends and family around us that support us and continuously give us advice and also encourage us and just remind us that we're doing okay, um, even when you haven't slept for a while. Um, but also, uh, and that one of the reasons we're here is because of the church. The church has been a fantastic help to us. Uh, when Josh was first born, I don't think we had to cook for about a month because uh, people were just continuously bringing us around meals um, and just checking on us, seeing that we're okay, giving us time, uh, which is just fantastic and allowed us to really enjoy being parents. Um, so yeah, we're thankful for those sort of things. Is there anything else that I've forgotten? No? Good. Yay. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. And Meg, what have you enjoyed so far about Josh since he's come into your lives? Oh, crikey. <laughs> um, well, it's been a bit of a whirlwind. Um, not so much the lack of sleep, didn't so much enjoy that part. Um, but just getting to know him, his character, he's full of fun. Um, just seeing him grow and develop. Um, <laughs> you want that as well? <laughs> um, just watching him, you know, now he's getting into everything and how he's changed so much just in the last few months um, and seeing him with other people as well. He's the sociable little boy. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it, really. Great. Thanks, guys. Over to you, Dima. Thank you. I just think it would be nice to celebrate everyone, so let's give them a big round of applause, please. Thank you. Great. We love our families. So, this is Matt and Jude. Nice to see Jude. And little Arthur. And you've already met Matt, so you know what he's like. Um, really <laughs> loud, eccentric, fun. <laughs> Me? 
Um, while I was thinking about how to introduce these guys, two pictures came to mind. One was a jet ski. That was Matt. All over the place. Really good fun. Um, likes to be everywhere. Likes to know, if, like, he'd want to like, go and see this. Oh, I want to go and see this. Is that a good... Uh, That's fair enough. Yeah, yeah, I think so. And um, Jude, lovely, lovely Jude, is a bit more, row, row, row your boat gently down the stream, and a bit more steady and calm and peaceful. And um, I think they make a brilliant pair, really good, really good pair. And I absolutely love that about you. I love um, the way that you guys are. But it kind of made me think, well, I wonder what Arthur's going to pick up from that. Is he going to pick up a bit of Matt, a bit of Jude, a bit of both, or neither? Um, so what have you enjoyed at the moment? What, what kind of characteristics have you seen already in Arthur? Uh, well, well, I mean, from a physical point of view, he's, he's our winner because he looks more like Jude which is a great win. That's black hair, not ginger hair, so that's a huge win. Um, but yeah, no, uh, but in terms of his characteristics, yeah, no, he, I think what I like about him is he's a bit of a troll. Like, um, I'll, I'll make like a little tower of stuff and he'll smash it over and start laughing. Oh, we've got like a pen of um, balls and he'll, he'll, he'll lie in it, pick a ball out, drop it, watch it roll away, and then go, ha, 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 pick up another one, <laughs> drop it, and he slowly empties the entire tub. And, um, and once he's like got his eye on something, it's like obsessive. I mean, like he's, yeah, like that. He's a little man, yeah. So he, uh, I, I think I love that he's, I love his, um, he's just like, like me, he's like super, he's super energetic and, he's, he, and he wants to run around, all the, well, crawl around all the time and he's obsessed with things. Once he wants to know, he's got to know. Uh, yeah, and I find it funny when he pulls Jude's hair in my beard and pulls the glasses off her face and generally trolls his parents, yeah. Very good, thank you. And just thank you, Jesus, for Jude. <laughs> well done, Jude, keeping everyone level. That's brilliant. All right, so should we give a big round of applause for these two? Because love this okay, the next couple on our list is Ed, Sam, and Baby Seth. Hi, guys. So Ed and Sam, again, a great couple. I've worked with Ed myself on the youth leadership team we have here, and he's great. A man of conviction, a couple of conviction. He has his views, he has his points, so you don't cross them if you have a different one. But that's good, we need that. <laughs> Thanks, man. Um, incredibly hospitable couple. My wife and I have been over their home, and Sam cooking an absolutely great meal. And not too different from uh, the woods, if I'm being honest with you, although you did say that you are quite different, not just in looks, <laughs> but in personality and character as well, but in a good way. Hospitable, lovely, kind, and caring, and obviously have brought into the world a beautiful baby boy who's looking very fashionable. I love that shirt. Giraffes, I may need to get that. Maybe they have it in man size. Okay, so why did you choose the name Seth? Uh, we chose the name Seth for a couple of reasons. The first is that in Hebrew, it means anointed one. And uh, we thought that would be a good thing to speak over his life. Uh, and the other is because when I was a teenager, I particularly enjoyed the show, The O.C. And uh, the main character from that was called Seth. So from the age of 12 years old, I've known this little man was gonna be called Seth. <laughs> Lovely, great. And Sam, what have you noticed then since this young boy's early life of his character and his personality? What stood out to you? Um, he doesn't like to sleep, so <laughs> he's into everything. Um, yeah, thank you. Um, likes to talk, so whether that's from me or both of us, as you know, Ed doesn't stop talking. Um, <laughs> and what else? I tell you what I really love about him. Everyone knows he's mine when he frowns. 
apparently I frown a lot. So as, the amount of people that have seen him frown and gone, whoa, he's Eds, for sure. Do, does he drool a lot because you drool a lot? Because he's doing that now. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> Great, can we give these guys a round of applause? So I get the pleasure of introducing Margaret to you now. The Margaret came to Hope Church a few years ago to do an MSc, so she was one of our students, um, and it was so lovely to have you, Margaret. Um, and then, I don't know, did you go to London then? I'm not sure. You didn't go to London. But she, anyway, she was off our radar for a little bit. I thought she'd moved away, but she hadn't. Um, came back to church a couple of years ago with a husband and two kids. I'm like, oh, great. <laughs> Lovely. Um, and so we had just so enjoyed having them and um, having you as part of us. Ben got pregnant with your third child, um, who unfortunately has got a sickness bug, so can't be here today. So dad and um, baby are not here. There's a photo of him up there. Um, but yeah, so we're still, still going to pray for them in their, in their absence. But we just so enjoyed getting to know them. And um, just, you know, I just want to say that your family really brighten up our Sunday mornings. Um, I think it's really lovely whenever you come to church, just really happy, and the children are always really happy and lively and full of fun, and we really enjoy having you. So thank you for coming. And you wanted to say something about what you're thankful to God for with your family. Um, I'm thankful to God for my kids. They've been really a huge blessing to my husband and I, and... Um, um, I'm grateful to God for keeping them in good health and um, extending us with the third child, which is our boy. And um, well, he's not here today because he's not feeling too well. And Mia has risked to come because she's shy. <laughs> so she said she would rather stay in her class. So I'm grateful to God for giving me healthy, intelligent, smart kids and um, for the family I have here too. I'm grateful to God for all that. Thank you. That's really good. Thank you. And you wanted to say something about your hopes and dreams for your children as well. Well, like every parent who want the best for their kids. So um, my hope for them is that they, they outdo me and then they remain in the Lord. And because that's my dream for them to actually remain in the Lord and be, become children who, who serve the Lord all their life and remain in the path of righteousness. Thank you. Thank you. Great. Well, now we're over to Thank Chris you. and Saressa Bateman, along with little Lyria. Hello. <laughs> Beautiful blue eyes. Um, Chris and Saressa have been part of our church for a number of years. They have two other beautiful blonde hair, blue eye little girls, Jovia and Adne. And this is their next one. Maybe more. Don't know. I hear you want to have a big family. Just saying. Um, so, Saressa, first of all, what have you noticed about Lyria's personality, her character? What's stood out so far? Um, she's got a lovely personality. She's full of fun and always smiling. Well, a lot of the time smiling. <laughs> um, she, she's happy, just always happy, really happy, kind of on her own, doing her own thing. Or she loves being around people and loves her big sisters, always gives them lots of big smiles and doesn't mind being thrown around or having them like right in her face all the time. She's still smiling and happy. So she's very chilled out and very, just, yeah, been a real blessing to our family and she's fitted in really easily and just kind of find a place and got on with it. So, yeah. 
good. Yeah. <laughs> Lovely. And Chris, what are your hopes, dreams for Lyria as well as she grows up into a young lady? Yeah, sure. Well, <clears throat> I guess first of all, um, she's a bit of a miracle baby because she actually arrived on her due date. How often does that happen? So I'm hoping that's a sign of things to come, that maybe she's going to bring miracles into the world, but we'll see. Um, but, you know, we want, her to, we want her to grow up and get to know God for herself and get to know what his calling is for her on her life, that she isn't living off what, what God's got for us, but that she'll find out and seek him for, for what, what it is that, that he wants to do with her. And um, I felt there's a, a key verse in Psalm 127, which talks about children being a blessing. Um, that's always been a word on our lives that the kids that we've had, we've got three great kids, they're all a blessing. You know, they're not, it's not that we expect that. God, God gives them to us as a gift and we should see it like that. Um, and we want her to obviously go on and be a blessing to others as well um, in her life as she grows up. So, um, yes. And maybe she'll have a good right kick like you in football? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> great, do you wanna give these guys a round of applause? I'd like to introduce Leanne and Chloe and Emily Rose. Um, and they, I don't, I don't know these guys very well because they've only been coming to Hope Church on Sundays a few weeks, but they have been going to Dine's Green a little bit longer. So, um, sorry. Okay. Um, so Jim knows them a lot better than I do. And as he said earlier, his kind of, him and Josephine have adopted them a little bit into their family, which is really lovely. So I'm going to hand over to Jim to introduce them and tell you a bit more about them. Okay, so this is Chloe. Um, give, us, give us a bow, Chloe, give us a wave. Otherwise, otherwise known as Clobo. Is that right? Clobo, okay. And this is Emily. And you're on the screen, I think, Clobo. This is Emily. Give, give them a wave, Emily. Give them a wave. Uh, otherwise known as MMs. And this is Leanne, otherwise known as Leanne. Um, so, uh, so I've been getting to know this family um, for a little while. You could, you could also picture there's Brandon, could be here, okay, about here. And then there will also be Lauren about sort of here. Um, so they couldn't be here today, but there's, there are more, okay. And um, so I've been, I was chatting to Leanne the other day about um, what, are the, what are the highlights, what are the, what are the big things in their lives, and um, uh, Chloe, I think we'd, we agreed, was a bookworm. Uh, so was never far from a book, loves reading books. Oh, my goodness, that's a nice picture. Um, and uh, so is doing that and enjoying that. Emily has um, just very good at persevering through some difficult things in her life that she's had, but she's a trooper, I think was the word used. I just asked Emily what her ambitions were, um, in life, and it's to own a unicorn, um, which I don't know. I don't know how that's going to go, um, but it is good to have ambitions. Um, and uh, also, as a family, I know that um, it's really important for them that they pray, and uh, I know that every night uh, they get together and they, they say their prayers, and uh, for those of you who've got children this age, you'll know that those prayers... Um, you know, they're always interesting. Uh, Emily, I think, is quite a prayer. Uh, prays quite a lot about quite a lot of things. Um, 
Uh, the highlight prayer that Leanne mentioned to me the other day was that she prayed that her mom would let her have longer on the laptop. Um, did, did Jesus answer the prayer? No? Okay. Uh, but I think mom did best, didn't she? So, so, this is, so this, these guys, um, make them part of your family, part of your life, but that's them. Thank you. Great. Thank you very much to all the families um, for coming up and being part of this. And we love you all very much and want to bless your children. So Richard's going to now lead us in praying for the children and the family. Uh, what we're going to do, because it's rather a lot, and if we spent um, ages with every child, we would be here for another two hours, and we'd, we'd all be very hungry by then. So uh, Jane and the band are going to uh, uh, sing to us. Uh, I know that some of us here are praying people, so uh, please, from, from where you are, please join us as we pray. But I've asked a number of uh, leaders uh, if they would just join me at, at the front, and we will uh, we'll pray along the line. I, I know... Uh, many of you have been praying and already pray probably uh, every night for some, for some of your grandchildren here, as I do for my own. So uh, please join with us as we pray for them. Uh, if, you're, if you're not a praying person, well, now's a good time to start, of course. Um, so feel free to pray. If not, then uh, just observe and uh, feel free to listen to the song uh, while that goes on. And uh, then we'll have some announcement about eating, which would be also very good. So thank you, Jane. If those who are going to pray could, um, could do that, that would be great. I don't know where Alex is and John. They've left the country, clearly. Thanks. Oh, Brian and Pat, John and Jean. Thanks. So uh, let's, let's pray. Please feel free to pray where you are. Uh, if you're not a praying person, that's fine. I quite understand. Just listen to the song. Shoulders and you stopped and 